Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, Wells? Hey. Hey. How you Hi. Doing? It's been so long since we recorded. Has it been? No. 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 It literally has been a week. I'm Just definitely a lot week. more sober at the beginning of show one than I was last time. Oh, yeah. That was that's, a mess. We were on show two. Wells was on show three. Right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, at least I didn't drive here or home, so... Correct. Thank you for staying safe and yes. not Which is putting why. yourself into danger. Yeah, being smart and safe. We appreciate that. Not being, that. you know, hot for crime or something like that. Oh, my God. Be the worst. Uh, so what's a... Uh, you do anything in the week we haven't recorded? I, uh, you know, it's that time of year where uh, Bell's Oberon hits the store. And for whatever reason, when they ship in fresh Oberon, they ship in fresh Two-Hearted. And... The local grocery likes to just discount all of the Bell's 12-packs, so I'm buying, you know, like a 12-pack of uh, Two-Hearted that was like two and a half weeks old. Oh, like, man. It was either like 15 or $16, and mm. um, I may have been going through like four to five cans a day. Hey. Like, it was a, <clears throat> it was a bad weekend for my liver. I mean, sometimes you got to punish it, right? You got to show it who's boss. Like, I get a little lippy. Yeah, you know, like you, you listen back. here, That's liver. Right. We'll get you back in line. But uh, yeah, you know, like that's yeah, that's pretty much uh, all I got to do. It's, I'm kind of quiet. Wells, anything? Uh, no, because my fun thing was the day before we recorded last. Okay. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. I just didn't know if you had done anything. Um, Josh, I went. Do you want to move on to news? Went saw a fun <laughs> concert, but you know, nothing. Yeah, nothing new. No, nothing new, no. Uh, I, I actually, of course, no. I've done nothing. Um, ah, ah, ah. I'm gonna try to. I want the knife. I'm gonna try to do some stuff oh. this weekend, maybe before I leave for a couple of weeks again. Yeah, that's a good point. So I don't know. We'll see. Which uh, really quick note, by the way, kind of time tra- travel, wibbly wobbly, wimey timey stuff. Uh, if any big news drops, we are recording these kind of in advance for my next trip. So. We won't be able to talk about it until the end of the month. Sometimes work gets in the way. Yep, it does. Ka-chow. Life comes at you fast. It does. Kind of like uh, when BrewDog has to close down some facilities. Oh, no. Oh, no. no we're Sadly, so not anyway. facilities, just <laughs> facility, but but yes. Yes, their uh, Pittsburgh brew pub is being closed. Look, I, you know, we, we hate to see anybody shut down a business. There are real jobs, real people involved here, but... Honestly, anytime BrewDog can get a kick in the nuts, we're excited about that, too. Yeah, pretty they're much. Just, they're just overall douchebags. And yeah. they just, you know, yeah. do some research, look and see all the stupid things that they've done. We've talked about pretty much all of their stupid things uh-huh. we on have. all of our shows. Not all of our shows, but on previous shows. Um, you know, it's, again, another one of those, you know, the, the marketplace is weird right now. And, and people are starting to correct. And pulling back and you know everybody's laying off because that's the chic thing to do and here we go shutting down bummer yeah and you know (coughs) excuse me to your point it does suck because these are real people real jobs that are being affected by the closure and you know not jamie at brewdog or you know at brewdog is being affected by this but i don't know it is a bummer Yeah, yeah you look like you got something no. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Boo. I just feel bad for the 150 shareholders in Pittsburgh that 
you spent uh, money for them. You mean to, the punk holders, right? Oh. And that, what, what what do they call them? Equity punks. Equity punks. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're equity punks. <clears throat> PE punk equity. Uh huh. Don't you just love I it? Hate when everything you, about that. I don't. When you <laughs> solicit, you know, all these people to help fund something that you're just like, nah, nah, I'm good. It is interesting. I mean, you know, we kind of glazed over this story, but if there are all of these supposed equity holders, I mean, I'm sure they got no vote, no say, no nothing, and they're basically told, hey, you know, super duper fine print on there somewhere was a thing saying that we could just... We can do what we want. We could, uh, what do they call it in the crypto space? We could do a rug pull. And it's done. Bye now. We, We can do what we want. Go fuck yourself. Well, in happier news, I suppose... Yeah. Or at least in non-closure news. Uh, boy, we, we have a new East Coast brewery coming at you from New Belgium. They okay. are buying a facility that was formerly owned by Constellation. That yep. Constellation made to uh, produce, you know, remember Ballast Point? Yes. That was, a, okay, the Ballast Point location. Right, right, right. Yeah. Ballast Point. You remember Ballast Point? I do. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Ballast Point, namely in terms of them being sold kings and convicts, but uh, yeah, so shiny facility that didn't really get much use as production kind of slammed, and now New Belgium, who already has an Asheville facility. Yeah, which is the weird part of this to me, but yeah. Um, Yeah, they're getting a second one now on the East Coast. This one is in Virginia, and basically kind of looks like it's going to be the voodoo Voodoo and FMBs. So, um, I was looking at something else today. Oh, there was a this infographic thing. I don't know if it's going to make it in any of the stories because honestly, it doesn't play well over audio. But um, somebody had posted this this huge list of American breweries release calendars. Uh huh. And it was kind of interesting. And then I saw Stone on there, and I'm like, huh. I remember Stone. Stone's got a release calendar, and it's like. There are four different variations of delicious IPA, and then, you know, they're like two to three core seasonals, and then like a couple other things, and I'm like, man, how the mighty have fallen. Right. Right. And like like that was a big deal for a long time. And and now, I mean, I, I wonder how how high atop the mountain stone was in terms of craft beer sales. And now I feel like New Belgium's kind of taken their place. You know, like like you're right. They have. There's, you know, they're out there cranking it out, doing their thing, and it's popular, and people are drinking it. And meanwhile, Stone's like, "Hey, remember us? We're edgy. We'll never sell." I was, we, we we still sold out, right? Yeah, okay. Sorry, <laughs> we, we'll we'll only sell out once, just once. I think what's what's crazy to me about this is the fact that you know, like we just said, it's going to be the facility where they're brewing all the voodoo stuff. And flavored malt beverages and hard seltzers and things like that. Right. So the fact that Voodoo is so big now that they can just have a facility that is dedicated to it and then flavored malt beverages is absolutely insane to me. Okay. So then what are they making at the Asheville? Like something like we're playing a little bit of a, the remember what they do? Because I don't. Like Uh I know like they reformulated Fat Tire because that wasn't selling. Right. What else do they have? They had some like easy drinking lager. I think it might be just called lager. Okay. I can't remember. It was at some uh, concert that I went to in Asheville and they were cheap and I had several. Sure. Too many. Um, it was good though. 
other than that, like I, I've, I, aside from that, like one time where I probably drank more New Belgium than I had in the four years prior, I haven't had New Belgium in five years. Which I've had some of the voodoo stuff, but wasn't it wasn't enough to bring on the show. Like, yeah, the, it's good. Josh and I both played that game of uh, we were talking about it a couple months back, and they've got the mixed box, and you know I think we both kind of independently went out and bought our own mixed 12 pack. We yep. both had the same kind of realization of like regular Voodoo Ranger is okay. It's the, I'm stuck here at this crappy whatever bar. And that's the only thing they've got that looks safe. Um, one of the experimentals was okay. And the other two were just kind of like, eh, yep. I don't, I don't want more than three of these. Yeah. You know, so exactly. So, and before that though, I can't tell you either. And, and, you know, spoiler alert going into our spoiler alert going into our kind of our bank show that we're going to be doing here in a little bit. Fat Tire was one of the beers that got me into beer for real. Like always used to have Fat Tire. Loved it. It was so good. It was cheap and it got me into craft beer and I can't tell you the last time I even had one. Jeez. Oh, Jeez. Things that make you go, hmm. So, any other yeah. thoughts on. No, I like it's just, it, it, again, I find it fascinating that you've got breweries that tried to expand before they really needed to. And then they get in trouble and they have to basically fire sale their location. And I want to say that location's probably been on the market for a couple of years now at this point. And then you get somebody like New Belgium comes along and says, hey, we're experiencing a little bit of a renaissance of our own right now. Money's good. Let's go ahead and, oh, hey, we can get a new facility cheap. Yeah. Why not, man? Yeah. And this right isn't place. a tiny facility either. Uh, this is <clears throat> supposed to immediately add 125,000 barrels of production. Jesus. Like, yes. Okay. I mean, when I say like this was supposed to be like a Constellation own facility for like Ballast Point, which wasn't small and Constellation bought them for, you know, a billion dollars. Um, big facility. God, man, I can't believe it's sat empty for so long. Oh, man. We didn't even have this little side headline over here. White Claw Vodka hits select markets. Oh, yeah, because this is the craft beer cast and it is neither right. craft or beer. My bad. And I'm just not that curious. You're not? No. I, okay. I mean, it I, is exactly this. I am very curious about this. Next story, because of local implications. For sure. But, local. Uh, this well, next story? Yeah. This, this one's right Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But uh, Orpheus is yeah, closing so we've had its... Some yeah, we've had some Orpheus on the show. Uh, Transmigration of Souls was a great oh, beer. Yes, I love that Such beer. a great beer. Uh, especially some of their barrel-age stuff was fantastic. Yep. And they've recently announced that they're closing, shutting, shutting down their Atlanta location. Yep. Yeah. Shutting down production. Shutting down their Atlanta tap room. Looking for another tap room in the Atlanta area. In the meantime, they will be doing their production with Bavana. So, like the people that are bringing you D9 and also contract brewing for a bunch of other people. Unknown. Unknown, for example. Which, you a know, big I boss. Mean, yeah, I mean, maybe it's an interesting pivot or, or bridge between two moments of time for Orpheus. If they've got a shutdown for whatever reason, they're shutting down their existing location. They're looking for a new one, but they don't want beer to quit hitting the market. You know, maybe Bavana is a, a good bridge in between the two. Does um, that, does that mean that we could get Orpheus here now? So through the website, I'm sure. Hmm. 
So, yes, but it looks like it's only going to be, like, Bavana-made things. Gotcha. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, what happens to all your barreled stuff? Because they were not afraid to let things go in a barrel for... Nine years? Sometimes, yes. Um, what's going to happen to that? And I'm just like, I think the barrel program there is done, and they'll just be making regular, normal, clean beer now, and... I hate to say it. That's not why I'm buying Orpheus. Again, like, Transmigration all. was very good. Yeah. Um, it, it was a nice 10% IPA yeah. that didn't drink like a 10% IPA. Um, and so a couple of those and you're in good shape. But they were 12-ounce cans, which was also super nice. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know that there was much of their stuff that they put in pint cans. So, you know, like it's 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 an interesting kind of bummer of a story. So um, Huge uh, bummer. Well, I guess I, I, my question is, because they're now doing this deal, mm-hmm. did they lose those recipes? Do they become property of, or is it still their stuff and it's just being made through other means? Do you but know? It should be their intellectual property that okay. they just have a contract with somebody else to make that gotcha. recipe. I, I would like them. to think that there are probably multiple different umbrellas within Bavana. Some of them are the like unknown style where brewery just doesn't want to make beer anymore. Bavana gets it and they now own all of that. Right. This to me, I would in, in my hope of hopes would just be a temporary look. We'll brew your beer for you for a while, you know, use your recipes and you know, then we'll collaborate with uh, the 18 Charlotte breweries in town and make one beer. That's okay. I, I'm actually kind of surprised. I'm surprised twofold. Number one, I thought Orpheus was bigger. They're frightening, surprisingly small. Okay. See, for some reason, I don't know why, but in my head, I just assumed they were a big-ass brewery like Creature Comforts or you know, some of those other Georgia-based... I don't know that they ever really took off. I mean, like, <clears throat> you know, they were starting to get big around the same time Monday night was, but Orpheus's labels and can art, like, it was never really that exciting they were a little late to the barrel program side of it, you know, and then they would have complete duds like that coffee sour. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and so maybe they just didn't have the luxury of having the good launch that they probably needed to have at a time when you needed to have those kinds of launches. And, you know, it's just True. it's it's tough to compete, you know, in Georgia's wonky still a little bit in terms of how stuff is made. So, yeah, it is. But. I mean, you do have some fairly big, you know, as you just mentioned, Monday Night, Creature Comforts. You've got some fairly big swinging dicks in the, you know, at least regionally. Yeah. For us in the South, I, I'm, I I know Monday Night is supposed to be opening something here, aren't they? At in, some the, point? in the spring, they just spring. Uh, okay. announced a, a springtime, okay. vague springtime, because I know it's spring now. Right? Yeah, I was saying, so, it's March, almost April. Right? They've got until the end of May, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> June? Is it June? 21st. 21st. Okay, thank you. I was thinking June 3rd, and I'm like, wait a second, that's not. So, Orpheus, dude, it, it was one of those breweries, along with Monday Night, and, and now with Halfway Crooks, that I'd considered, like, they were my holy trinity of Atlanta beer. Anytime I went to Atlanta for oh, yeah. a concert, or for just general fun or whatnot. I'd always go to Monday night. I would always go to Orpheus. If I had time, I would go to halfway crooks. And and now like I've got a trip coming up in July, mid July. And you know, Orpheus is closing end of April. 
And I'm just, I'm, I'm gutted, man. Yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm surprised that I'm this bothered by an out of market brewery closing that I only visited like one or two times a year. Maybe if you visited more often. Hey, yeah. Look, but when I did go, it was like 200 bucks out the door. So I did my part. I, I did my part. Damn it. <laughs> I tried. Can I interest you gentlemen in a powdered beer? No, it, d- it depends. Can I dry scoop it? Yeah, you can, bro. <laughs> you can dry scoop it. Uh, but there is a brewery in Germany that has developed a powdered beer that basically, you know, just like any other powdered stuff substance, you add some water into it to reconstitute it, and bada bing, bada boom, you've got normally like protein shakes or workout pre workout stuff. Now it's beer. Can I snort it? I mean, you could. I, this feels so rife for abuse. It's not even funny. Uh, yeah. Can I boof it? You could. I mean, you do all the things. You can load it up in your Borg. Just saying. What's that? Oh, God. Damn kids. Damn kids. No idea what that means. It's a TikTok trend. Oh. Kids are taking uh, gallon jugs and filling it with liquor and then like Pedialyte and other flavors. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And so, you know, theoretically... It's so you can make sure that nobody's tampering with your drink, which I totally understand. And also that you can continue to hydrate while you're drinking. I totally understand. But oddly enough, some of these kids aren't, you know, being smart about it. And oh, really? They're getting way too drunk and they're ending up at the hospital. No! You I am say. shocked. I know. Shocked. Shocked. Well, maybe not that shocked. Uh, but yeah. So, number one, you know, I've done not obviously powdered beer, but like pre-workout or... <laughs> Protein shakes. Most of that shit doesn't taste good. Protein. It's it's not the best tasting stuff on the planet. And now you're going to try to make beer? It's just... So how are you going to carbonate this? Theoretically, you know, if there's enough in there to do all the reactions and everything, and you actually get, like, some form of a fizzing, carbonation, whatever, okay, I, I mean... To, to me, this feels like somebody going on Shark Tank and saying, we're going to disrupt the brewing game. And it's like, so uh, who asked you to do this? Who wants this? You know, I hate to sound like the old man who's like, you know, do it the old way. But like, seriously, we want the complete beer taste. We have the foam. We already have the beer taste. We want to add the carbon dioxide in powder form. We want to add the alcohol in powder form. We can do all that with powder. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tight, 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 tight. (laughs) Red, blue, yellow. I don't care, man. (laughs) How the Avengers should have ended. Such a great. So, <laughs> yeah, um, this sounds so gross, and I don't want anything to do with it. I just, again, like, I, I, okay, so assuming that you can make it at scale conveniently and that the, that it, it actually works out, okay, that's great. The problem is for 99% of, of people on the globe that drink beer, you want a beer. You you want to you like the the tactile sensation of cracking open that can, pouring it in a glass, whether you're sharing it, drinking it solo, sitting at a bar. Like nobody wants to jump eighty years into the future where we're eating powders. And you mean soil and green as people? Exactly. I I just congratulations. You figured out how to do it. Nobody was asking for it. Right. They were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think about whether or not they should. And honestly, like, again, it's that's the world today. Like, if you're on LinkedIn, you've got to be a disruptor of something. 
you know, and so these, you know, the folks are like, what, what hasn't been disrupted yet? How about brewing beer? Yeah. Cool. Cool. I, I mean, disrupt my office bathroom every afternoon after Chipotle. Yeah, you do. I mean, the, the, the one. So going back to what Jeff was just saying of that tactile feel of being able to crack a beer and everything else. Like the last thing I could think of is my little energy drink is powdered that I use in the morning. Yep. And I shake it with the little fucking shaker ball. Yep. And the last thing I would ever want to do is do that and have beer produced. That just, no. Well, and if it's got carbon dioxide in it, you can't shake it. Right. I wouldn't imagine because you're going to shake all the carbon dioxide out of it. So yeah, you're right. So it's got to be like a slightly stir it. I mean, you know, so. Or you so, have to so like mix about, it and then add the CO2 powder in later. So, so think about the last like three to five years in the adult beverage landscape. What has been the biggest seller, hands down, it has been the hard seltzer. Right. Why has that sold so well? It's because people are on a boat and they want something that's quick and easy and fun to drink. This sounds like work. Yes. Yes, it does. So I've got to like measure it out just right. And I've got to like, and you know, it's never going to taste right. Oh, no. Like, it like it'll There's never no like, you know, and, and then there'll be like a whole subreddit about like, oh, yeah, I found if you use 80% mineral water with 20% distilled water and somebody will have this, you know, like whatever. And yep. it'll go off the deep end. But whatever, man. Whatever. You're right. Uh, last story up. <sighs> kind of weird. Yeah. So uh, AB InBev has decided that they need to start getting into the film business. Uh, now, you may be asking yourself, why? Yes, um, I am. Uh, drink Bud Dry. Um, and the problem is, you're not watching those commercials anymore. Yes. Because it, we're increasingly in a world where AB can't just advertise to everyone like they used to. People, I would say sports are still a big deal, but mm-hmm. they may not be as big of a deal. Um, and most people are streaming yeah. And they're just, you know, the commercial reach doesn't have what it used to. So, AB, or if like if it's Amazon, you can't advertise alcohol on Amazon <laughs> right, period. So. Right. Yeah, their 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 venues are limited. And so they've decided that they're going to start making films where they can feature people doing things where they're going to be drinking AB products. And my first thought when I saw this was like, "Oh, so it's going to be like an Apple Plus show but for beer." Cuz if you've ever watched an Apple Plus show except for like Severance, um, pretty much all of them are like, ah, oh, yes, let me get on my iPhone. And it's very clearly an iPhone. That's look at true. My iPhone. That, I and mean, like, even Ted Lasso, you're right. I they, Ted Lasso, like, I love Ted Lasso. I'm going to FaceTime. Yeah, I love Ted Lasso to death. I love Shrinking. Holy crap, fantastic show. But it's just like, could you be less of an advertisement for the iPhone? Right. Please, I beg you. It's, <laughs> it's gotten to the point where it's distracting. That's what AB is going to do. They're convinced they're going to be able to put out some content because that's what we need is more content. Yeah, we do. Coming soon to Fubo TV and the Roku channel. They're going to watch their own streaming service. It's called iUrinal. <laughs> <coughs> or UrNL. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Coming from AB and Bev soon, I'm sure. Disrupting the television streaming television platforms God. but i so mean if even, i don't want to watch a 30 second ad do you really think i'm going to watch a 30 minute television i mean but spot? like but like this this little image that's in this ad or this story is is a perfect example of what i'm talking about it's you know a colors of benetton ad yep you know we've got a whole mixture of individuals here representing everybody and there there's one two three four stellas 
on the table. And you may be asking, how do I know they're Stella? It's because all the labels are pointed directly at the camera, like everyone does when they're drinking. Yeah. Why are there only four Stellas on the table and five people? Because like, uh, who's getting left out? Because uh, discount Eminem doesn't want any part of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm all full on mom's spaghetti and this muscles. <laughs> you mean freshly showered Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, maybe. Ugh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, less angry Eminem. Less angry Eminem. <laughs> I mean, who knows if this is ever going to get anywhere, if it's ever going to take off. Like, Oh, you know it will. Mm, I don't know. If you don't have good writers, you don't have a good story, it'll go nowhere quick. Uh, but I do see why they're doing it, because I had an interaction with a friend of mine. He thought I was making fun of him, and I literally was quoting the Sam Adams, your cousin from Boston commercial. And he was like, what? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't watch sports. You don't get this reference at all, do you? No, I don't. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, I see why they're doing this. They kind of need to, and to a certain ex- extent, to stay, al- uh, you know, stay alive. Yeah, but it's not like Miller Coors or Constellation or anybody is like, you know, our ads are <clears throat> not reaching who we want. Let's start a streaming service. I agree. It's just maybe AB is just ahead of the curve, or they're super behind. You know, like if you're coming into well, and, and let me ask: Are they legitimately starting a streaming service? Because all this says is that they're making an entertainment division. Yeah, well, they're <coughs> they're creating the entertainment division. Of course, it's AB and Bev. So odds are this will go about nine to sixteen months, and, and then they'll, they'll kill fire. the whole yeah. damn thing. Yeah, exactly. They'll Google it. Yeah. It's it's another way for them to get eyeballs in talking about it now. Who cares if they ever put anything out? Yep. Exactly it. So, yeah. I'm sure we will talk about Draftline Entertainment, which is what this is actually called, Ugh. one more time when it inevitably shutters. What's going to be hilarious is when um, you go to watch the first video of theirs and you don't have an account and the button on there says pay to play. (laughs) Uh, We're going to break. We'll be back in 30. Buy no buy. Wells, how does that work? Well, it's uh, pretty simple. <coughs> Jeff? Yep, I'm sorry, man. It's, <laughs> you know, it's it's pollen season here in Charlotte. It is. That's true. It's, it's real bad. So we've been uh, drinking beer on the show, and we're going to tell you a little bit about what we've been drinking and what we think of it in the simplest way possible. Would we buy this beer again, or would we not buy this beer? Start us off, Jeff. Uh, starting off for tonight is Burial's Bolo Coconut Brown, uh, which we had on an old show um, in 2016. <laughs> so Woo! That's it's been, been a minute. Yeah, it's been like seven years. That's been. Yeah, uh, so long ago, uh, we still had respect for Chris. That's that's how long ago it was. Um, wow, yeah. That says a lot. Just throw, throwing bombs out here. Um, this beer is so old, 
How old is it? Uh, this was before Burial got full of themselves. It's literally just called Bolo Coconut Brown, and it doesn't have like eight paragraphs of existential angst on the side. Uh, five and a half percent. Does it Coca- have Does it have metal artwork or creepy I mean, artwork? A little bit. I mean, it's got some geese and a skull and okay, a moth with a skull head. That's oh, interesting. Okay. All being said, um. It's a really good brown ale. I don't typically reach for brown ales. Um, I'm not really vibing or getting a ton of coconut out of this. Um, I, I wouldn't buy it, but it's a fine beer. I, I totally understand the place, and it is a good beer. I just, um, I, I'm just not buying it. Well, I'd probably get in a brown ale mood less than a handful of times a year. But damn, when I like want a brown ale, absolutely 100%. nothing. Uh, and this, I guess the coconut kind of softens it a little bit. This this comes off more of like an English brown than an American, so it's not as hop forward. This is super easy drinking. Uh, damn delicious. Five and a half percent. I could absolutely mess this up. Super buy. Josh. Uh, I'm right there with Jeff. Like, where's the coconut? I don't get it. It's, it's not very coconut forward at all. But you're right in that... Maybe it does kind of mellow out the rest of the brown, so it's not so hop forward, and it is a little bit more, you know, kind of a milder brown. Um, I'm kind of with you though, Jeff. Of this is a well-made beer, but I don't really think I would want to buy it. You know, like Wells. You know, you've got to be in. I shouldn't say you, but I mean, like I've got to be in a mood for a brown, and I'm not typically in that mood. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you. It's it's one of those styles where I don't hate it, but I just uh, don't really ever reach for them. So the mood y'all are in right now is if it's brown, you're flushing it down. it down. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Fauna Flora. This is Double Darwin's Forehead. It's a brown. It's an, it's, it's, it, no, it's not just any brown. It's an imperial brown that's got some salt in it. Yep. Um, and I understand why you brought this beer to the show. Me. Wells. Um, brewed with water from our wells, it says on the back. Oh. That's like thank all you. beer. 67% local ingredients. So clearly they're know. slacking. Come on, Fauna Flora, what you doing there? 67%? What? Salt isn't found in the Appalachian Mountains? This is bullshit. <laughs> if there's 33% salt in this beer, then God. That's a problem. <laughs> um, but the salt is super great in this. Um, I would, I'd actually love this salt with a little more coconut in that bolo brown, like a mixture between the two, I think would be super fantastic. Um, this is really good. I would maybe buy one more pint of this, but again, uh, previous comments about brown. I like this one better, though. Um, the salt wins out over the coconut. But no buy. Wells? 8%. Uh-huh. Brown ale. Hardly. Super smooth. Really? Um, no complaints, just that... <coughs> <coughs> I guess my only complaint is this was my last can. So I'm going to have to go hunting for more. I have bought. I will buy. Josh. Yes. It's another one of these. It's, it's good. It's well made, but I don't want it. I just don't. Oh, this is wasted on y'all. It is, uh, sadly. Sometimes that happens. I mean, um, it's, or it's like, you know. I, I can see why you like this. I, I really do. Oh, yeah. Because it's tasty. And the salt is fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. It, 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 actually works in this like i didn't think it would i don't want salt in every beer right but 
this is a great example of you know disrupting the brown ale game. <laughs> About made Josh spit take all over the soundboard. <laughs> you did. Please don't. No, I don't want to. So yeah, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to know by this one too. It's not terrible. It's well made. Just not something I'm I'm after. Next beer up. All right, fire up the klaxon. No, that's that's the air horn. Whatever. That's that's not it either. Anyway, um, <laughs> thanks thanks Chuck for uh, sending some Monday night beer uh, in the latest Chuck box. Uh, this is Juice Raptor. Now we've had Death Raptor on the show uh, a year or so ago. Uh, we all liked it. Really, really good. Um, and so this is Juice Raptor, the hazy version, I guess, if you will. Um, I found this to be delightful. I, you know me, I don't love a hazy IPA. I don't. Well, I don't love a New England IPA. I can deal with some hazy, but it's not my go-to. I really like this big solid buy. Wells, you're 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 like you're so late on this. Whatever. It took me a second to spell Klaxon right. All right. Um. This is a Chuck beer because I really enjoyed this. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Chuck. But I, well, I'm not kidding about the really enjoying this. What what's this uh, fruit juice with? I will uh, look while you continue to vamp. Well, that's the thing. I I want to know right now. Right, you're not now. willing to wait, even though I'm like I want to know what love is. Oh gosh, please don't show me. Whatever. I mean this this is it's super fruit forward. I mean, it's it's like a juicy IPA, not like a, a, a thick, hazy stand of spoon up in it thing. But um, the fruit comes forward. All right, <clears throat> brewed with Eldorado, Mosaic, Simcoe Cryo, and Citra Cryo. Blah 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 blah. Notes of ripe pineapple, grapefruit, mango, and orange. Wait, so this is just like a juicy IPA, and there's no actual fruit juice in this? Correct. Get the fuck out of here. I'm I'm actually surprised at that. And at seven percent, this 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 is, a, is fucking trouble. This is dangerous. Yeah. And they come in. Uh, well, and so what's nice too is it's a twelve ounce can and six point nine percent. Yeah, and that's nice. And you can get a six pack. You know, so that's a you know win win win. Wow, Josh. Win 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 win. Even. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is yet another big shock. Good Monday night beer. Um, I don't want to give Chuck the the win, but I guess hell I will. Good job, Chuck. Do. Keep he, them I mean, coming. I did tap the alpha abstraction. Keep yeah, them he, coming, Chuck. He just did, like uh, this. It, in the Simcoe, like I, you got to be loving the Simcoe in this. I am. Yeah, a lot, a whole lot. And and Wells, what Wells said is damn correct. Of there should be there's not fruit in this. I thought there what? was actual pineapple right. in this. Yeah, it's real damn good. Yeah, with just the hops, they pulled this off. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Burial. Oh, we're back to new Burial beers. The Broadbeat of the Flaw Food? Is, is this, I'm going to have to go to the glasses on this. Is this beer name uh, shorter or longer than Bolo? I'm going to say... <laughs> we're going to start doing the uh, over-under. I'm setting the line at nine and a half words. <laughs> over. Uh, this is the void of perspective that became you and me. Please don't. Eight and a half percent uh, double imperial New England hazy. I don't hate this either. Um, I don't know if that juice wrapper just put me in the right headspace, but um, 
this is actually really good. I, I could uh, I could get down with some of this. I don't know if I could get through a whole four pack, but I like it enough that I'll, I'll uh, conditionally buy this. Wells. Wow. So here's the weird thing. Whenever like a juicy or, or a hazy IPA like rolls through into town and Jeff's like, I really like this. I want to buy it. Typically, I'm on the opposite side of the coin, except for this, because I'm right there with you. This is really good. And again, another sneaky eight and a half percent offering from Burial. Like, not, there's no big ass hot burn notes on this. No. It's just like, it's, it's, oh, this is good. It's bright, it's citrusy. Like, there's, I don't know, maybe. It, and I don't know the age on this. If maybe some of that hot burn has kind of it's mellowed like itself out within the last two weeks, I think. <laughs> but um, you know, like it's it's just it's super nice. Yeah, um, March fourteenth. Okay. Is that even possible? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like when you brought it in, whatever. Josh, how is this magic possible? Uh, no, this is a an, another good. Shocker, burial beer that you won't be able to find after like two weeks. I, I'm optimistic that you can. Okay. I really am because okay, like there are certain like hazy things that I've seen reoccur, and I, I don't. I'm not saying this is one of them, but I I've, mean that that honestly is the most frustrating thing for me. Of liking burial, you get attached to something and it's gone. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like I, I hook this beer up and mainline the motherfucker. But yep. after I kill that cake, it's probably going to be gone. And they'll never make it again. Yeah. So Which is a shame. Like they should be able to look at. I mean, all their stuff sells. The fact that they continue to put out new things. Like I know I bust on the hazy IPA a lot, but honestly, there there aren't that many derivations that you can go down that you can put out three new freaking hazy IPAs every freaking week. Right. And, and I mean, honestly, I'd be okay with them just putting stupid, dumb names on these and it's all the same beer. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. And they may have been doing that this whole time. <laughs> it's possible. It's very possible. This is, but what's, I mean, what's, what's the, what's the meme? This was all a, a psychological test by the Cambridge Institute or something like that. Uh, oh yeah. 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 Uh, but of course this is good. And of course I'm going to buy it. But the frustrating thing is that I'll probably never get to see it again. Right. All right, final beer up. Uh, final beer up. Uh, you all are going to be super surprised that I brought this beer in. Um, I was. I was at, I'm not going to name drop, because you got mad at me last show for name drop and the buzz too much. Oh, damn it. This podcast not brought right, to you right. by the buzz. I like going there on Thursdays because it's $2 off cans. And um, I would had the one thing off the tap list I wanted, and then I was looking through the cans, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try this resident culture um human potential it's a triple ipa and you know so i get it i open it up and i'm like oh damn it's like a super hazy <clears throat> uh triple new england because that's a thing of course it is so help me i actually enjoy this beer what is happening i don't know um now this is an expensive can i i don't know that i would i'm too cheap to buy a full four pack of it okay so hold on let me guess uh, four pack, twenty two bucks. I, I probably the single was eight something. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Um, I got a, I got a feeling that you know by the time you get like the four pack pricing, it's probably yeah twenty two, twenty four. I mean, resident cultures hazy stuff is not cheap. No, it's not. But I, I like this beer. I 
I had one there, and I liked it enough that I bought another one to bring on the show. So I'm wow. a, I'm a buy. Wells, who's oh, the resident hazy homer, local resident resident hazy homer? I guess there you go. There we go. Resident uh, hazy hazy resident resident has it lover. You like it? It's ten point three, which is shocking because it drinks like a seven. Maybe a seven five. It's it can be a little chesty if it, if you drink it the right way. But that's the thing. Like this one does have like the slightest touch of hop burn to it, which I kind of expect for something that's this hopped and this strong. And maybe it's just whatever. It 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 burns, but I love it. Uh, this is a super. God, this is a dangerous ten point three, and it's a big buy for me, Josh. I am floored that Jeff brought this beer in. Same. I, I am floored. Because this is a total you and I beer. This oh, yeah. is not a Jeff beer at it all. Is, it, it is hop with Citra, so you know. Yeah, I, I get that, but yeah, no, I, I get it. Like I, I'm just like I'm looking at this and smelling it, and I'm like, how the hell did you even crack open one of these? Let alone like so, it enough so, to so bring again, a second. Some, sometimes when you're you know in the moment and you're looking for something and you want something new and you grab something and it says triple IPA and you don't pay enough attention because you're too busy talking to people. Right. And then the, the, you know, can gets poured and you're like, huh, well, shit. And then you take a couple of sips and you're like, you know, this ain't so bad. Like, and you're you know, like, huh, well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll bring one on and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll eat it on this one. Look, I, you know, but I've always said like, I don't, I don't hate all hazy IPA. Right. It's just so hard for me to find them that I do enjoy. Yeah. And and again, like I don't know that I could bear to go through a four pack of this. I'd be curious because like because I, 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 I did the rush a four pack of this. I, I did the whole can while I was at the place, and it was great. And I only bought one more can because I didn't like it. I, I knew I wouldn't enjoy it enough. Um, I, I learned my <laughs> lesson from that oat man. Yeah. Which. I enjoyed a little sample of, and then getting to that like second can even like I ended up sending one to Chuck. Yeah, not because it's a bad beer or anything, but like you know, like <laughs> yeah, that's just, what we do, Chuck. We just send you all the bad beer. What he sends all his bad beer, and then every now and then he gets lucky. <laughs> uh, no, this is fantastic, and it's again, it's more of a, it's a shock to me that you actually like this enough to buy a second can. Yeah, it just does not seem like it's up your alley at all. Uh, well, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Oh, well, of all the beers that we've been drinking on the show, what's the one that we would prefer to have on tap on our home kegerator? Jeff, I'm yeah. already going to say, this is tough. Sure. I, you know, and as much as um, I've, I've, you know, enjoyed the two hazy beers here or the three hazy beers here, um, I, I know two out of the three, I don't think I would enjoy going through more than one a day whereas that juice raptor i feel like i would just absolutely obliterate that um very very good wells oh tap, tap. coded the wrong person i can't believe i'm saying this but it's got to be the chuck pier <laughs> uh that uh okay, juice he, raptor is absolutely freaking just maddening delicious i can't wait for them to be here in town and us to be able to get access to that oh, oh yeah yeah Hey, Monday night, if you're paying attention to this, uh, contact at craftbeercast.com. Yeah, Thanks. we'd love to come out and do a show. And for real, for real, no cap on Granny, this Juice Raptor would eat Juicy J's lunch. Oh, yeah. 
absolutely destroy it. I'm praying it does. Josh, what do you think? I gotta go with human potential. Woo. I mean, honestly, there was three straight banger IPAs on this show. Uh, that Monday night was no slouch either. Close second, but that human potential, I don't know what it is, but there's something about that where I could crush a four-pack of that and in a heartbeat. you wouldn't feel it until halfway through the second one right. when you go to stand up and realize you can't anymore. But then you settle back down and you stabilize a little bit and suddenly a third one seems like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And then and by like, the time you're, you're like, on your third one, you're like, well, fuck it. I've already had three. I might as well just have this last one. And you're like, I can't feel my legs. And your wife's like, that's because you ain't got no legs. <laughs> you ain't got no legs. She cut, just, just cut your legs off because yeah. you can't feel nothing. All right. We're at the end of the show. Where are we at, Jeff? Come check us out on the interwebs. Go to crapbeercast.com. Uh, we've got a Patreon, a Facebook, um, an Instagram. We have an Instagram. I'm just really bad about Well, I don't leave the house, so I really should have YouTube do Instagram stuff too, but yeah, but then you get mad at me for like SpawnCon, you know, and I'd be like, well, okay, but we're not getting paid for this, so it's right, because I only go one place. Um, meanwhile, uh, if you want to maybe send us beer from your area or just chat, slide into Josh's DMs at CBcast on the Twitters. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and uh, sometimes Twitter at all the Wells. Slide into my DMs too, but I don't beer trade. So uh, send them dick pics, please don't. <laughs> Josh, where are you? Besides uh, right there. Besides right here. Uh, I'm kind of giving up on Twitter. Like Jeff, I don't even care. You don't. If you know me, you know me. I'm more worried about rate and reviewing us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend. Tell somebody you've been listening to us. Uh, believe it or not, we are not far off from episode 500. I know it seems like it's a ways away, but August is going to be here before we know it. 500 episodes. We've been fucking doing this forever. 500. Like, I was floored when I started looking at, you know, the lineup and everything. I'm like, holy shit, we are really getting to that point of end of August, 500th episode. I'm trying to think of some ideas to do. I don't know. We'll see uh, how that works. We do have a subreddit, slash r slash craft beer cast. Uh, you can throw news stories up there, things like that. You'll get some updates for doing it. And uh, other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.